Good morning, good morning. Today is Thursday, December 2nd. We have Hebrews 3 and 4 and Psalm 26. And let's ask the Lord's blessing as we start this time together. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for being our God, for loving us so much, for doing all that you've done for us, Lord. Watching out for us, taking care of us every single moment of every day, breathing breath into our lungs, Lord. We just ask that you fill us with your spirit right now, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to us through your word, that we'd come to know to come to know you better, Lord. As we study, as we read, as we open our eyes and our hearts to you, Lord. Hebrews chapter three. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling. Consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later, but Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion, on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw, and saw my works for forty years. Therefore I was provoked with that generation, and said, They always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways, as I swore in my wrath that they shall not enter my rest. Take care, brothers, lest there be any of you... Lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold to our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion. For, for who were those who heard and yet rebelled. Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses, and with whom was he provoked for forty years? Was it not what those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness, and to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Therefore, while the promise of the entering his rest still stands, let us fear that any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not unified by faith with those who listened. For we who have believed entered that rest, and he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage he said, They shall not enter my rest, since therefore it remains for someone to enter, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience. Again he appoints a certain day, today, saying through David, so afterward, in the word 
words already quoted, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would have spoken to another day later on. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then we have a a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace in, to help in time of need. And we have Psalm 26. Titled, I Will Bless the Lord, it's a Psalm of David. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. I do not... Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands are evil devices, and in whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity, redeem me, and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. O Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our God, for being our High Priest, For giving us access to you. We can stand before you. We can talk directly to you. The creator of the universe. What an amazing privilege. But so often we just let go to waste. You've opened your door. And allowed us to just walk in to speak with you anytime. Lord, we're so thankful for that. Lord, help us to take better advantage of this privilege that you've given us, Lord. Father, we ask that your will would be done on this earth as it is in heaven, Lord. That people would come to know you, that none would perish, that all would come to repentance, Lord. 
Lord, we know it'll take you, your spirit, your power, your grace and mercy, Lord, to accomplish your will in every aspect. And Lord, we just ask that you would accomplish your will, that you would draw people to yourselves, Lord, that you'd bring people into your kingdom, that you would reveal yourself to them, Lord, that your spirit would overpower the flesh, You would open their eyes and hearts, Lord, to you and your magnificence and your love that you have for us, Lord. Father, we just thank you for providing for us, and we just ask that you continue to provide, and we know you will. You always do, Lord. You always take such good care of us. Absolutely amazing. Help us to forgive, Lord, as you forgive. Lord, those that are suffering, I just think of Mark and Trish. and Just with the physical ailments, Lord, we just ask for your direction and help for their future and their living arrangements and all of those things, the care that they need, Lord, the physical care. Lift them up to you. Uh, and Lord, we just ask that you be with the Brown family, Lord, with them. We thank you that Pam is physically healing, Lord, but we just, just mentally is, uh, is just getting worse, Lord, and we just ask that, that you would calm her spirit, Lord. Lord, that you would give her peace and understanding. And I know, Lord, it must be very confusing and, uh, to have a disease, to have our mind, our brains uh, just deteriorating, Lord. And I uh, just can't even imagine. But, Lord, I just ask that you would give her peace, peace in you, Lord, that she would turn to you, that she wouldn't turn to to acting out against everyone, Lord, but that she would turn to you, Lord, that she would turn to you for wisdom, for understanding, for your peace and your grace and your mercy, Lord. And Lord, that's what it's going to take. There's nothing we could do. There's nothing, there's no fix for this besides your hand, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would heal her minds, Lord. And if you're, if you're, if that's not the plan, if that's not your will, Lord, we just ask that you would help just minimize the effects of this, Lord. Just give her some rest and some peace, Lord, in her mind and in her let that peace come flow out from her, Lord, to Lynn and to Monica and to the rest of the church, Lord, and her friends. Uh, Lord, just help us, give us understanding, uh, Lord, and, and love, Lord. And so 
Father, we just ask that you would uh, be with Al and uh, his uh, future appointment with a specialist, Lord, Jill's appointment today, Lord, we just ask that that would go well, that you would give uh, the doctors and surgeon wisdom, direction, understanding, uh, the best way to proceed, Lord. So we just lift up this situation to you, Father. And Lord, we just ask that you uh, be with us today. Help us to stand firm in you and your love. Help us to put on the our spiritual armor. Lord, we know we're in a spiritual battle. We know the enemy is out to get us and Lord, but you have given us, you protect us sufficiently if we rely and stand on you and in you. And Lord, when we remember the source of our salvation and our faith in you and our trust in you and in your word, Lord. As we stand firm in the good news of Jesus and the peace that comes with that knowing that we're justified by what you did for us, Lord. Not in our own works, not in our own, own efforts, but it was by you completely and totally. Lord, as we stand firm in that, you say that we will win these battles, Lord. So, Lord, give us victory today and each and every day, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, have a great day, guys.